0: The GovCon Secrets podcast will take a deep dive into the government contracting space where you'll hear from a variety of expert guests on strategy, pricing, benefits, business tactics, and all this to save you a ton of money, time, energy, and effort. I'm your host, Jim Campbell, former Marine and CEO of Axon Fringe Solutions Group. My goal is to redefine the benefits world with a brutally honest view of how benefits, compliance, finance, and overall contracting strategy mixed with my years of experience and expertise can it benefit you to deploy strategies to help your GovCon grow and win in the future, all the while without boring you to death. We're gonna have fun, let's start the show. Today, I'm talking about the importance of understanding the evolving landscape of employee benefits and the need for employers to adapt to new technologies and options. Number one, why employers need to adapt to new technologies and options a lot has been said lately about the future of employee benefits five generations in the workforce currently working you've had to understand how to communicate with multiple generations in various facets with one of the largest pieces of the workforce going away the baby boomers and they're consistently going away everything in benefits is really changing now down to speed speed delivered over technology that could be integrated technology from a payroll system a benefit system But the digitization of benefits has already happened. If you're not there as an advisor or you're an employer and your advisor hasn't gotten you there, there's a problem because every group, whether you're two or 2,000 or 20,000 has moved to a digital platform one way or another. The future of benefits really relies around speed. We as a culture have now been integrated into speed of everything in our lives and somewhat of an entitlement. Benefits has always been lagging, but it is rapidly changing. from AI underwriting, which is speed from the market back to employers, to claims administration down to, in some instances, of voluntary benefits the next day after a claim. And that's now getting faster in other facets of benefits, all the way out to employee and client support. Everything has moved to a digital interchange. If your advisor or your benefits uh, consultant is not helping you move along that digital chain, there's something wrong. Because the future of benefits doesn't just involve technology, it involves options. Those options could be anywhere from direct contracting with providers to building your own contracting networks with hospitals and and facilities. It could absolutely mean the difference between what you're going to provide now and whether you'll even be in business providing benefits to an employee in five years. Employee benefits and the demand for quality benefits are at an all-time high. And if you don't believe that, just look at how many people have filed bankruptcy because of healthcare costs in the last decade. It's tremendous. So people are focused on the benefits their employers offer. They're also focused on the options. What was and what people got comfortable with in these legacy networks and terrible service and being hedge pinned into large options, large bad options is going away because many Employers across the country are getting smarter around how to build quality benefits, and you can go on LinkedIn and find any number of advisors that talk about anti BUCA, this, that, and the other. They're not wrong; they're building these plans. But when it comes to government contracting, people really haven't kept up. Right? There's still legacy options, data, the ability to integrate with technology, and move technology down the chain of your plan is changing the game. Number two, understanding the evolving landscape of employee benefits. When the market in benefits is being controlled by a very few, you're going to see those very few make all the decisions as it pertains to how your care is delivered. What we've seen in the market lately is the very large carriers moving to a vertical integration platform. Not only... Do they have direct contracts and they control the payments and whatnot back to hospitals, doctors, and facilities? They're now buying the doctors and limiting your access. So it's not just as simple as folks saying, I signed up with this carrier and my doctor accepts all of them. Carrier systems are buying doctors. They already own the PBMs, Prescription Benefit Managers. So, what happens is your choices become very limited to a controlling few, and those controlling few control the cost. That has proven to be a very bad market position for employees and their families to be in. Just look at how many people file bankruptcy due to healthcare costs. So, what you want to understand is how to break away from that chain control your benefits programs, control the cost, and allow your employees to keep all of these choices and then teach them how to maximize their dollars within those choices. There are so many programs out there that allow you for direct access to doctors via direct primary care, direct contracting with hospitals and facilities, um, imaging centers, you name it. It allows you the employer, the fir- for the first time in many, many years, even down to a small scale, smaller scale, to control your healthcare and benefits cost. This will also carry on to allowing your employees more money for things that they also need, like dental insurance, vision. All of these things that build up have a direct impact because of the cost of healthcare. So what we want people to understand is you are not limited in your choices. Sometimes you just have bad risks and you have to stay with the big carriers, but there are many, many options within them. Outside of that, the world is open. You can make all the choices you want. You can create your own benefits plan. You just have to be willing to get out of what was comfortable because what was comfortable is actually very uncomfortable for your employees. And it's going to continue to get more uncomfortable until it's just absolutely not an option. Number three, The effects of rising fringe rates. Everyone's talking about the new fringe rate for Service Contract Act that was just released in the beginning of July or at the end of June. Now, it's a good thing. People can now afford more benefits. People can understand that the cost of benefits and the direct impact will not hit them as hard because their fringe rate dollars will carry more towards those premiums. Might even possibly help people, help employers cover 100% of all their op benefit options. Here's something to think about, though. When those rates go up the way they did just recently, you're looking at an opportunity to give more benefits and more benefit options to your employees. It is not a way for other companies just to eat up the fringe with their plans. That typically means more administration, more bloat, more compensation to people that are not building the right plans. It does not always mean that your employees are getting more benefits what we focused on or what i've focused on for years is how to take what is current and supply as many benefit options into the plan as possible not administration bloat not extra compensation not things that are going to just make our company rich and what we found is even in the old rates most companies could afford a full slate of benefits from healthcare, dental vision, disabilities, life insurance, and have access to retirement or other options in order to fund for other benefits, now that the health and welfare has gone up, those options have just increased. The issue with people in these spaces is typically financial literacy. When companies offer things like cash in lieu and don't understand the actual impact of that cash, what your employees are really receiving, They have now really hamstrung themselves into an option that once they have to take it away, in over 50, you have to take it away, you're in a bad position with your employees. And it's because no one has ever taught these folks what the real impact of benefits means for them and their families. So with this fringe rate going up, everybody's going to say, it's a great thing. We can afford more benefits. You're going to see all the various options say, hey, great new benefit plan is at the higher fringe rate you know you can afford our health plan well you could afford their health plan before now you can afford to build the proper health plans to build the proper dental plans to build the proper disabilities and whatnot and still have some left over for teaching people how to invest or create a retirement program that they never had before so Do not get fooled by all of the hocus pocus pie in the sky. Hey, the fringe rate went up. You can afford our plan type stuff. Now it is the fringe rate went up. I'm hoping that you have a consultant or an advisor that can help you understand all of the options that just opened up with that. If you don't, please reach out at any time. And if you have the best thing going, we'll tell you, you do. But if not, will build the right thing for you and maximize what your employees get from this increase of their service contract health and welfare. Mm